1: To another episode of Woods and Waters Project Podcast. I'm your host, Steph, and this is just a little solo episode to get you guys up to date on what's going on with me, what's coming up, and just some things on my mind. Woods and Waters Project is back to being weekly, and I absolutely love that. This podcast has been an incredible outlet for me creatively, community wise inspires me, helps me dig down a little deeper learning and hearing from all these people and what they're doing with their lives and how they're experiencing the outdoors and mentoring and teaching others. It's It pushes me. Like When I get in these, these slumps and these bad head spaces or feeling a little lost or a little bored or whatever it is, these episodes, these people help me so deeply. And I hope you're having the same experience. This will be episode number 38. And if you've been following along the last few weeks, episodes 32 through 36 were all highlighting different women in the outdoors. And the reason I did so many back-to-back episodes of women, because if you follow the podcast, you know that every every guest, every person, uh, we kind of go back and forth between men and women, totally different experiences what they love to do in the outdoors. They like to have a variety. But I did back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back to back episodes of women in the outdoors for a reason. Something I've been thinking about through the last couple months is when I grew up hunting and time in the outdoors, it was you know primarily my dad that introduced me. And that's really normal. Across, across the United States, different countries, it's primarily the men who introduced us to the outdoors, right? or who are introducing us now. But things are changing. Women are the largest and fastest growing demographic in the outdoors, and that's not just hunting, that's fishing, that's hiking, outdoor sports. And why I think it's so important to highlight these women, it was a mixture of of women who grew up in the outdoors and who didn't, who self-taught, who were mentored, who mentor other people. And I think that's what's gonna be so different and so special to be a part of and see Is these ladies that I was talking to, they are going to be that for somebody else. That person who introduced them to the outdoors. The person who got them started. The narrative is changing. And it's okay that men taught us, that introduced us. That's amazing. This isn't a men versus women type of conversation, but... What I think is going to be so different is in a generation from now, it's going to be a mixed bag of who got people into the outdoors, who introduced them, who taught them, who put a bow in their hand or a gun in their hand or took them on their first hike. It looks different. The narrative is different. And that is really exciting and interesting. And I wonder what that's going to look like in the future. And I just wanted to highlight these ladies because they are going to be a part of that. They've all... They've all taught and instructed and mentored people already, even the ones who haven't been doing it their whole life. And I think about things like that after I've been a part of multiple classes and workshops and some of these people that I've taught, when I reflect on that, I am like the beginning. I'm part of the beginning of their journey. And that's really special and I'm not perfect. Uh, I don't know everything. But it does really, really push me to want to be better and know more. Because I want to show up for the next person and the next person even better. And I want to give them a great experience. I want to fill them with knowledge and inspiration and empower them. And put them on a good path, a safe path. Put them. I want them to be in good hands with me. And that feeling has just been so overwhelming and warm and exciting to me. After helping teach... A few classes this past summer, I was at a women's camp and I had taught bow fishing, bow hunting, and archery classes. And I had this moment of walking around the camp and realizing that people were looking at me for advice and looking at me and talking to me like I knew all the answers. (laughs) And usually I'm the one bugging people, asking them questions and looking at them like, oh my gosh, I want to be her. And it was just different. And it was really neat and it was really humbling, but honestly, it makes me realize how far I am from being what and who I want to be. Like I get there a little closer every day, but I am, I am eons away from who I want to be when I grow up. I want to be someone who can take others, men, women of all ages on these hunts and set them up and put the right tools in their hand and help them improve their shooting and help them pay attention and scout and feel the joy that I feel from the beginning to the end of the experience and, and and getting them to a place where they could go do that on their own or just giving them the experience of a lifetime, giving them a story to tell somebody else. I really want to be that for people. I really want to be that person for myself. And I really haven't been myself lately. The last few weeks I've just been in a in a headspace of like, what am I doing? What do I want? Where am I going? And just really thinking about those things. And the podcast, instructing, coaching, writing, guiding, hunting, fishing, hiking, like those are those are a duh. Those are that's that's what I want to do. That's who I want to be. But there's so many things that I hustled for. You know, the, the great corporate job, the, um, the benefits, <laughs> the vacation time, the clothes, the nice things, materialistic things, honestly. And I just have this really strong desire to undo so much of that. And it's a conf- conflicting feeling because I've worked so hard for what I do have. But sometimes it just feels like I'm growing backwards or starting over, and I don't know if anyone can relate to that. But that's really where I'm at, and I'm really excited to see where the next couple months go, because there are a lot of things I'm throwing myself into, and I think they're going to be, if anything, a great time and get my head back on track. But I'm going. I'm going to guide school, as some of you know, uh, this July. I will be going to guide school for Waterfowl Upland and Deer Hunting Guide School. It's something that I've wanted to do for a really long time. And I'm turning 30 this year, so that was my gift to myself. Do something that absolutely is terrifying. You're probably not quite ready to do, but you've always wanted to do and like, why the hell not? It's right here, presented itself on my birthday. So here we go, I'm going. And I'm going to be doing, I think, multiple podcast episodes, letting you guys know how guide school is going. So stay tuned for that. That is coming just in a couple weeks. Something that also really just opened me up, got me excited, makes me feel like I'm getting a little bit back to myself, is I finally went and shot my new bow for the first time and sighted in some of my sights. And that was such a good feeling oh my gosh it just felt like that was missing and I know that sounds so extra but when certain things have been a part of your life for so long and you put them on the back burner I haven't shot my bow for months I ordered this new bow it was supposed to come in April it took about two months to get here and I've just been so busy with things that I haven't taken the time to shoot and I finally did guys and I'm just like pumped for archery and bow season. oh, I'm just so excited. And with that coming up, I'm also gonna be part of Iowa's Field to Fork program for the third year in a row. If you guys have heard me talk about Field to Fork, uh, it's where you, you, well for me, I act as a mentor and a coach to new hunters who have never hunted or shot a bow before and get them ready for deer season. So this will be my third year in a row being a part of that. That has been such a great and special experience. I don't know where everyone's listening from, but most states are adopting this program now from my understanding. So definitely check it out. Um, And if you want to be a part of something like that, I would connect with your local DNR and see if they can connect you with different groups like Whitetails Unlimited, Pheasants Forever. See if that's something that you could be a part of. But the program isn't started, I bet you guys. They are looking for someone like you who's listening. Field to fork, basically, what we've done is 10 weeks of, once a week for 10 weeks leading up to bow season, we are shooting, getting them ready so they can pull a certain draw weight and uh, meet a certain circumference with their, their, uh, on a target, shooting arrows in a nine-inch circle, basically. And then going over bow hunting tactics, scouting, vitals, all of that. And getting them ready for their first hunt and then hooking them up on some uh, public or private land, depending on what's available to you. And it's really special. I've done it both in person and virtually, and both have been amazing. Nothing really beats the in-person experience, but with COVID this last year, we still made it happen. And those connections and relationships I have now are just amazing. I, I don't know that I'll ever really stop doing programs like this. I would actually ha- love to help uh, create some more. So definitely look into field to, field to fork programs in your area. And if it's something that sounds really cool to you that you wanna be a part of, um, I would reach out to the DNR and different groups and see if you wanna partner or start something up on your own. It's pretty special, pretty cool. You meet people you never would have met before and connect with them on a level that's just really unexplainable. So that's coming up as well. And then from there, gosh, once, I mean, this summer is going to blow by. I have so much going on between work, guide school. I have a little road trip that I'm taking to Wyoming to do some drift boat, Uh, a drift boat class. Why am I doing that? I don't know. I'm crazy. It just seemed like a good idea. Hopefully get some fly fishing in. The summer is going to just, oh my gosh, it's going so fast, but then that means we're getting into September and October and November, and that is my favorite time of year for probably obvious reasons, and I am so freaking pumped for waterfowl and deer season. I can't even explain, Uh, I think... It is just a part of like who I am and it is when I'm at my happiest and I feel my my best self. So I'm so excited for that. But guys, that's what I have going on. That's what I have coming up and the podcast is going to continue to be weekly and I'm going to continue to bring you some awesome guests and I want to just make this better and better for you. I want your input. I Got an influx of awesome reviews from friends and past guests, and I just appreciate the hell out of you all so freaking much. The show is not possible without people like you, and I cannot wait to connect with so many of you. I have some hunts and some fishing trips to go on, guys, and I can't wait to meet some of you in person. Thank you for being a part of this community and listening to this podcast and supporting me and my adventures and just being freaking awesome and getting out there. And living your life. And doing epic shit with it. You know? That's like what it's about. Is just living this life. And enjoying the hell out of it. And learning what we can. Taking it all in. That's what I'm doing. And that's what I want to keep doing with this podcast. And I want to make it better and better. One last thing to be looking out for. And it's a little bit ahead of schedule. But I will be putting some virtual courses together and that is something that you can be looking for in the near future uh hunting and outdoor related and i oh man there's just so many things but thank you guys for being here until next time get out there